everyone welcome back to the busy blooming podcast my name is tess i'm alexis and we're your hosts of the busy blooming podcast i feel like we have so many new faces in the busy blooming mm-hmm. community and so many new listeners which is just so, so exciting. exciting yeah we're <laughs> we're really excited about it mm-hmm. um so i thought before we got into the episode we would just quickly explain what busy blooming is introduce ourselves and then jump into it okay so my name's Tess. I'm 24. I live downtown Toronto. I work full-time with 9 to 5 in marketing. Um, I also have a YouTube channel and recently a TikTok. I'm, I'm really trying to become a TikToker, guys. So. <laughs> we love it. <laughs> um, and yeah, I started Busy Blooming in November 2020. And it's been about seven months of Busy Blooming. And um, yeah, so that's me. I'm also here with Alexis, our Busy Blooming social media manager, podcast producer, and just Busy Blooming everything. So uh, <laughs> let's <laughs> introduce yourself. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm Alexis. I'm 23. I live in Halifax and I work full-time in communications and then like Tess said I also do social media for Busy Blooming and I help out with the podcast um I joined Busy Blooming I think in December wasn't Mm -hmm. it yeah yeah so like a month after they launched and I've been here ever since yes yeah it's been super fun and um yeah so Busy Blooming is obviously a podcast which is actually the newest addition to it it's basically started as a big Facebook community um so it's a place for women in their 20s or and or in postgrad just to chat about everything to do with life in our 20s whether it's work or friendships relationships just like anything to do with this time in our lives so that's the Facebook group. And then we also have the Instagram, which Alexis runs amazingly. Please go follow it. It's, it's just it's an aesthetic dream. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the so the Instagram, um, someone from the busy blooming community takes over every Tuesday, which is super fun just to see mm-hmm. different days in the life of people in our community. Um, we also have a LinkedIn and we have a blog, busyblooming.ca. We have a third member of our busy blooming team who's an amazing writer mm-hmm. and so she good. writes. Yeah. And she writes blog blog posts every week um so yeah that's the busy blooming community we got a facebook group instagram blog podcast linkedin so go check it all out and we're just we're so happy you guys are here yes this podcast is basically all about being in your 20s and just post-grad life and we interview someone every single week so we have people who either work full-time or youtubers influencers just like a bunch of women in their 20s or around this time in their life and before each episode we like to hear from you guys in the community so we ask you a question on instagram or in the facebook group and then we want to just hear your thoughts on different topics every week so it's been super fun to um yeah just like hear from you guys and have Mm -hmm. you be part of the episode i think i think that's it i think yes that's I think you, you covered it all. Okay. <laughs> so this week we have Emma McGoldrick on the podcast. She lives in New York. She's an amazing graphic designer. Mm-hmm. And we had a really fun talk all about working for yourself in your 20s and why postgrad life is so weird. And she's just a really, really fun person to talk to about like starting your own business in your 20s and making your side hustle your, your full-time job. So yeah, I'm really excited to get into that interview. Um, but before we do that, we asked you guys some questions on Instagram. We decided to do some polls this week. Yes, we're switching it up. Yeah, we're switching up with some polls instead of some <laughs> questions. <laughs> Huge switch we're up. We're so crazy over here. Yeah, it's just so crazy. <laughs> um, but yeah, so make sure to go uh, go follow us on Instagram. I think I've said that 
six times already yeah it's but like if you don't know times. like go follow us on instagram yeah <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't get it that's what you should do we put some polls on the stories asking you different questions about postcard life and i'm just so excited to go through them so Me too. Uh, should we get started do you want to yeah. start yeah i'll pull the first one up okay so the first question that we asked is postgrad life better or worse than what you thought it would be like and 51 percent of you guys said better and 49 percent said worse that is so close that's crazy i thought for some reason it would be like 80 percent said it would be better than they thought i know i know Honestly, what do you though, think like, i don't know like i'm really torn because some days yeah. i feel like it's so much better but then other days i'm like no like i want to go back to school like i hate being an adult <laughs> yeah i don't know maybe actually i would say I don't know if I'd say worse. I would just say it's different, but I think that's like such a cop out answer. <laughs> but like, I feel like I've romanticized post grad life so much. Like mm-hmm. when I was in my fourth year, I'm like, I'm gonna get a little apartment and work at a big firm and like have this perfect life. And like, it just, I don't know. Like, it was so much more like financially stressful and like careers yeah. more st- like it was just more. <laughs> I guess realistic <laughs> than I thought yeah. it would be yeah no I totally get that and I know I mean I graduated in fall of 2019 okay so I really only had like a few months of postgrad before COVID hit and like the oh, lockdown yeah. happened so I know for like a lot of people who graduated the same time as I did like it's nothing like we would have thought it would be right because like we're not in the office we're not able to like do anything fun (laughs) you know yeah that's so so true that's probably why a lot of people said worse Worse. actually it's because of covid yeah yeah i graduated like summer or spring of 2018 so i guess i had like a year and a half maybe i would say worse maybe because i romanticize (laughs) it like so much i i know i feel like we all just like build it up so much in our heads we're like yeah i'm gonna have so much fun post-grad like i'm never gonna have to worry about school i'm gonna make all this money at work and then go out for like dinner every night but really it's not like that most of the time yeah and i was just so much more tired like than I thought I know because <laughs> like the transition from working nine to five well I don't not I know not everybody works nine to five but like if you do work full-time like right out of school it's like a lot more tiring and like it's mm-hmm. such a huge learning curve and there's just so much going on and like you don't see your friends as much and your friend groups are changing people are moving like it's just there's a so so much going on in your head yeah like it's it's hard I know it's just such a weird time I know so weird but yeah wow that's crazy it was like so split so but i think better did barely win right yeah i think it was 51 to 49 wow all right the next one says how long did it take you to find a job after graduating from college so 62 percent said they had one before they graduated and 38 percent one plus years it took them to find a job Mm -hmm. did you have a job right when you graduated i did yeah i had a job I graduated in June. My ceremony was in June, and I remember I had to take time off to go to my ceremony, but I had just gotten my job, and it was, like, the most sketchy job ever, which (laughs) we'll get into, but, like, so, like, I had a job. Was it a good job? Um, I don't know. Questionable. I had something. Did you? Um, I did, but it was, like, a contract job. Okay. So I had it a few months before I graduated, and then I had it a few months after I graduated, but then my contract ended in, like, 
I think my contract ended in February and then COVID happened in March. So right. Yeah. It was just like a crazy time. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I feel like I, I was surprised at this one too. I thought, it, I thought it wasn't as common to have a job like right before you graduate. Mm-hmm. I feel like it takes a really long time. Yeah. But I guess it depends. Like I was so desperate. Like I I literally would take anything. So I I think that's why I had one to be honest. I know. Me too. I remember like in my friend group, I think it was pretty 50-50. Like I think half of us had a job and then the other half were like looking for jobs. I remember at my ceremony, I went to University of Toronto and like it was a crazy big massive ceremony and I didn't know anybody there really except like I was all my friends were a year below me and so was my boyfriend but um oh. yeah but then I remember I was sitting with all these people and I was the only one in the row who had a job and I really? just felt like so legit <laughs> I remember, like, like everyone, I'm so much better than all I know of you. <laughs> am I better than everyone it's like that TikTok sound yeah yeah <laughs> yeah but like I remember everyone was going down the road saying like, oh, no, I don't have one. And I was like, oh, I have one. <laughs> like not to flex, but yeah. I have a job. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a, that's interesting. Like so 60, 60 percent, over 60 percent people had one before they graduated. It depends how desperate people are, I think. <laughs> I know. I feel like so many people are just like, I will take the first thing that comes to me. Like, I don't even care what it is. Yeah. I just and I feel like a that's job. A, yeah. But I feel like that's a good way to be, actually. Yeah, because any experience is better than no experience. Yeah. So even if you, like, hate the job so much, just stick it out for a bit, and then, like, you can look for another one. Yeah. yeah. That's what my mom always would tell me. She's like, it's okay if you hate your job. Like, you can quit, but just do something to put on your resume. And I was like, okay, I will. No, (laughs) it's so true. Like, it's so, so true. As long as you have, one, like, your first job, then you'll never need to, like worry about it again like you're, mm-hmm. you have your foot in the door like you'll yeah. just move up hopefully yeah from there yep okay so the next one is do you feel like you've changed since you were in college and 92 percent said yes and eight percent said no i feel like i expected this one like i feel like i expected yeah. a lot of people to say like because i know i especially compared to yeah. like when i first started university like who was mm-hmm. she i do not know her like I don't know her (laughs) even like from first year it's like literally two different people yeah like oh my god in my first year of university not that there's anything wrong with this type of person it just was not me but I was like (laughs) so like religious and like didn't drink didn't swear like was so (laughs) like I like so uptight with all that stuff and then like yeah I don't know it's just crazy like how much I know I've changed I know I was like almost the opposite of that (laughs) honestly (laughs) like when I was in first year like big partier like loved going out like loved like drinking and everything but now it's like I barely drink at all now yeah like honestly I don't know if it's just because of like lockdown or something but I feel like I haven't drank like in months really but yeah that's good I know I'm honestly like it feels kind of good yeah no that is good I'm like really as if I drink like so much (laughs) but I don't but like I'll have like I'll probably drink every week like I'll have a glass of wine or a white claw or something I feel like at the beginning of the pandemic I was like I need a glass of wine every single day (laughs) to get through this I know but I know I was like that too but then I was like 
why like what's the point i'm not doing anything like i'm just gonna sit alone and like be tipsy like i know no. it's, it's really not the vibe <laughs> i know i know that's so funny though that you were like that's i feel like that's really common though I, I feel like people are living their best life in like their first second year of university like that's yeah. so fun it's Honestly, such a fun it was time so much fun like yeah i definitely wouldn't do it differently or change anything like it was so much fun it's just i'm not like that like i i physically don't think i could do that anymore no like i would die <laughs> yeah like do you think your personality is different i don't know i just feel like all around i'm much more like chill now yeah same compared to like early university i was like always wanting to go out and always wanting to be doing something but Mm -hmm. now i'm like so happy just staying home and like Mm -hmm. (laughs) doing nothing (laughs) wow we sound so lame but i I feel the exact same way (laughs) i know i think like i have become more like confident in a weird way of like i don't Mm -hmm. like i just want to do what i want yeah but me too yeah like i i won't go out if if i don't want to yeah um but like I would have in university just because I didn't want to miss out on anything yeah that's kind of like what I talked about a few episodes ago was like I was always so scared to say no and like especially in the first few years of university if anyone ever asked me to do anything I was like sure yeah but it's like I didn't want to do it at all but now I'm much more like confident with being like no I'm good I don't really feel like doing that yeah same I just yeah I feel like more solid like Mm -hmm. I just know what I think and like yeah do what I I know what I want to do like I don't know yeah Yeah, me too I feel like you just get like that though as you get older like your life like you just have your friends and your family like I don't know it just becomes more like solid even though we're literally like 23 24 we sound like we're so old (laughs) i know like we don't drink we go home at seven (laughs) i feel like that the pandemic has kind of made everybody like that yeah that's the thing it's like i don't know if i would be like this if it wasn't for the pandemic yeah i don't know because my second job out of university which is only four months after i only lasted my first job for four months but like Mm -hmm. we went out a lot like after mm-hmm. work like you do work drinks like all the time yeah and like I was just a lot more social so I don't know the I pandemic know. has made us all like sedentary just like <laughs> I know like home. goes to bed at like nine o'clock every day <laughs> I know but not for long not for much longer who knows who no. will be this summer <laughs> I know like talk to me in a few months I might be a totally different person yeah we'll be way more fun <laughs> yeah we promise we'll have like more fun stories to tell yeah <laughs> Okay, the next one is, do you know what you want to do for a career? 61% of people said yes, and 39% said no. And I, I think of this question as, like, now. Like, I, most of our listeners are between the ages of, like, 22 to 27. Mm-hmm. So, in those ages, like, right now, like, do you know what you want to do? Mm-hmm. And 61% said yes. That's a lot of people. I know. Who, who know. I know. I'm kind of surprised at that, that that Me many too. people know what they want to do. Because I feel like it's so common to still be in your 20s and not really know. What do you think? Like, do you feel like you do know? Like, what you want to do? I don't know. I know. Like, part of me feels like I do. But part of me is like, but do I really? Like, my dream job ever is to work in entertainment, like television, Mm. film, music, and do, like, PR in that industry. But then the more I think about it, I'm like is that really what I want to do like I don't know I feel like I change my mind like every week what I want to do I know I do too I have like existential crises way too much like I know (laughs) me too yeah I don't know like I like I've been in marketing for I guess three years and Mm -hmm. I think I 
I think of more of like the companies I want to work at rather than like yeah like, yeah like I would love to work at like a Nike or an, or an Adidas or like a big beauty brand or something like yeah. I think that'd be so fun but I'm more open to like what I'd be doing like marketing communications social like whatever yeah yeah I feel like for me I know like the type of work that I want to be doing which is like communication social media stuff mm-hmm. like that but it's more of like where do I want to be doing that and like who do I want to do that for? yeah it's literally the opposite yeah I know <laughs> it's like can't relate you're like that's nice but yeah I would also love to work for myself like I like mm-hmm. part-time I think it'd be so I know. fun that'd be so cool okay did you like your first job out of college 56% said yes and 44% said no that one's pretty close too yeah did you okay when I was in it I hated it yeah like, I loved my boss but I hated the work that I was doing and mm-hmm. every day I would just be like I hate this so much I'm so miserable like why am I doing this but now that I look back at it mm-hmm. I'm like I don't know if it was really as bad as I thought yeah. it was so I don't totally. know I definitely didn't love it so maybe I didn't like it <laughs> yeah my first job was like <laughs> I don't even think I have it on my LinkedIn or my resume. Really? No. I Well, I had it at first, but now that I, like, I don't really need it as much. But, like, mm-hmm. I worked there for four months or three and a half months. And, like, mm-hmm. it was just, there was two people who worked at the company. And it was like two? A, yeah. It was, like, a fully remote job. And, like, it was not, like, I worked, like, 15 hours a day. Yeah, my mom, I remember I went home in the summer and my mom was, like, you need to quit this job. Like, you need to not work here. But that's like wow. my, like all the other jobs I've liked. Um, okay. The next one says, are you still friends with most of your friends from college? 53% said yes. 47% said no. These are all so close. I know. I'm shocked because <laughs> I like for these, I, I feel like so strongly either way. Like I'm not friends with many I of know. my friends. Like I feel like I have two I friends. I know. Me too. <laughs> me too. <laughs> like I, I feel like I had so many because <laughs> no. <laughs> I feel like I had so many friends mm-hmm. in university. Like I know. all of all of my friends, because Storm, my boyfriend and I, we were dating when we were in since second year, I think. And all of our friends were couples. So we were in a group of mm-hmm. like 10 or 14 people with all couples. So it was like super fun. But then like actually every single couple has broken up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. So like <laughs> we have like a few friends like left from there. Mm-hmm. But like, what about you? I I do, but definitely not as many as I had when I was in college. I feel like mine is a bit different, though, because I went to a really small school. Yeah. And my program was really small. We were all, like, pretty close. So I'm still friends with them, but definitely, like, not as close as we were. Okay, so the last question we asked, do you find it hard to make friends post-grad? 83% said yes and 17% said no. Yeah, I feel like I expected yeah. that. Like most people yeah. said, it's hard. <laughs> Other than work, how how do you make friends? I literally don't know. I, I was thinking yeah. about this earlier, and honestly, I don't think I've made a friend. Actually, like, other than you, <laughs> no, <laughs> you're my only I, new friend. <laughs> literally, no. Honestly, like I I don't actually think all of my friends are Storm's friends from work oh, or, yeah. or their girlfriends like I actually don't think I've made a friend at work me either Is that no bad? I haven't either like yeah it's actually kind of sad but I mean like 
I started remote, and I know you did too. Yeah. So it's like I haven't met anyone in person, and most of the people are older than me anyway. So it's like yeah. I have no work friends, and it's really sad. <laughs> I think of work friends as people like you see outside. Like I definitely like my coworkers. Like I'm, mm-hmm. I would consider me. F- like them friends at work I don't know I feel like people are friends with their co-workers maybe it's just us I know I don't know I don't know again though I feel like the pandemic like has played such a big role in it because like how do you make new friends when you can't go anywhere I know or even like go into the office I feel like the only two ways to make friends post-grad is like work or mm-hmm. mutual or a friend of a friend yeah if you are the 17 percent of people that said it's not hard to make friends please write us in we would yeah we need like, some tips please send us an email or something because we need your help <laughs> and we would love to have you on the podcast as a guest <laughs> that was fun i really liked the polls we should me too we should we, doing we that. Have to, yeah we'll do more yeah thanks to everyone who answered i feel like every time we ask a question or something we just get like the best response so mm-hmm. thank you guys so much yeah Okay, is there anything else um, before we get into the episode? Any exciting life updates? Um, I got my vaccine this oh, week, yeah. so that's very exciting. Very excited about it. Yeah. But really, that's like the only <laughs> the only yeah. update I have to share. <laughs> if anyone in the U.S. is listening to this, we're so jealous. <laughs> oh, my God. We I wish know. we were you. And us in Canada, we getting our vaccine and going to Shoppers Drug Mart is like, truly the highlight yeah like today i went flower shopping oh so that was like a big exciting thing that i did but that's like probably the most exciting thing i'll do all week so it's fine (laughs) i know no like truly yeah that's good yeah we're vax we have vax one so um yes that's good okay well i think that's it from us so without further ado let's get into the interview with emma Okay, so we're sitting here with Emma. I'm so excited to have you on the podcast. Thank you for being here. I'm so excited to be here. It's going to be fun. Yeah, we have so much to talk about. <laughs> I know, I know. It's funny because we were uh, we were just talking a little bit before and I, I worked with Tess a while back, so it's it's fun to finally uh, finally chat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're one of the first people I, I thought of when thinking of this podcast because, yeah, like you said, we've worked together and you're so talented. I mean, oh. anyone who goes to your Instagram will see like you're just so unique and I would feel lucky to have been able to work with you, I guess, oh. a couple of years ago. Yeah, we'll get into all of that. I'm so excited. <laughs> um, okay, so before we get into it, do you want to just um, take a second and introduce yourself? Tell us anything you want, what your days look like, and let's just uh, let's learn about you. Yeah, yeah. So um, my name is Emma McGoldrick. I um, am a creative based in New York City. Um, I started my business in college. It's called ESM Creative Studio, and I do graphic design, web design, and creative direction. I started, I guess, kind of like just like a brief recap. I um, because I know we'll get more into like college and everything, but I went to college for biomedical engineering um, because I thought I wanted. Oh, okay to med school (laughs) I know pivot um a little different and I started doing design work um just purely as a creative outlet and I realized that I didn't want to go to 10 more years of school you know exaggerating but um to all those years of school and I didn't really uh see myself you know going that path anymore so I changed my major and started my uh, creative studio in college and uh was lucky enough to be able to make it my full-time job after graduating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love it. That's so, so cool. And I can't wait to dive into that, into that more. Yeah. Um, something else. So 
you know, the busy blooming, the busy blooming podcast. It's all about being in our twenties and just trying to figure out life. And a question I love to ask every guest, and I would love to hear your answer is what is something that you would tell yourself at 18? I think so when I was 18, I mean, this is when I was literally writing essays for scholarships and college yeah. saying I wanted to go to med school. <laughs> I consistently felt, okay, this is like the silliest, um, uh, like, comparison you probably don't might not have seen it but uh it's a very niche but did you ever, did you ever watch the b movie growing up yes of you course how, <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> you know how um they like had to pick their one career path and they were like stuck there for their like whole lives of yeah these love for like what five days or something like that like i i always felt like that when i was 18 like i mm. was gonna have to go into this one career path and that was my career path forever and that was the only way i was gonna make money and only way i was gonna be successful and I wish I could go back and tell myself that like, just follow, follow my passions and it would kind of the money and like the figuring it out would kind of come along after, mm-hmm. um, you know, I don't have any regrets of, of kind of the path I chose. So I don't think I would have, I would, wouldn't be where I am and, or wouldn't have gone where I am, how I did if I hadn't, if I had just gone like straight into like, you know, design or straight into like art as a major, but yeah, definitely. I just was very, uh, very unconfidently questioning what I was going to do mm-hmm. for the rest of my life at that age. So I think that just knowing that, you know, and it's such a silly thing to say, like, I know that, you know, your our parents tell us that and people tell us all the time that it will all work out, but it, it really, really does. And like, I truly believe that you're meant to be where you are in that moment, like mm-hmm. in, in time, like it's, you know, whatever, whatever you believe in of putting where, how you got there and who put you there. I think that, you know, you're kind of meant to be where you are. Mm-hmm. I love that. That's, that's so true. And I think at 18, I mean, you might not have even thought of it as a possibility to work for yourself. I think you think, oh, you can be a doctor or a lawyer or a teacher. And like these careers, a lot of us are now you, you never, you can't even picture it. And so it yeah, doesn't even seem so like an option. True. It's so yeah. true. And it also isn't it. I think that unless you're, unless you're growing up in a home, like my, neither my parents are entrepreneurs and they're not really in, in business per se. They, you know, they were kind of like uh, very different jobs. And I, I didn't have those, like the, the entrepreneurs, entrepreneurship kind of mindset around me all the time. So I didn't even know mm-hmm. that that was really even an option. Like, right. Um, and it's also, I think there's a big difference right now between people our age and in their mid, you know, early mid twenties versus people that are in college right now. I think that mm-hmm. with, and I don't know what the tr- transition was or the mindsets, the mindset shift. Um, but I feel like entrepreneurship is so much more talked about and like mm-hmm. people are, everyone has a side hustle. I mean, yeah, in the sense that, I mean, the millennials kind of did too, but I think the Gen Z are really taking it to the, like, the next level of mm-hmm. actually like putting, putting these, these ideas out there and actually like, you know, creating these small businesses and these side hustles that are profitable. And, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's a, a pretty entrepreneurial uh, uh, generation. Yeah. That's so true. And I think there's so many different types, I think, nowadays. Like we have Etsy and social media and TikTok. And, and like you can just do so many different types of things as a job. And it's yeah. it's really cool. Like even, you know, I'm a huge TikTok fan. And you can see people <laughs> with um, probably too much. But you see people with businesses like making scrunchies and designing, like even graphic design. And you see it more than yeah. I think we you wouldn't have been able to really know before. And I think it's super inspiring to see the success, especially for the pandemic. I feel like so many small businesses have blown up and 
um, it's so empowering to be able to just start a business, whether it's a YouTube channel and just make money from something you fully created. It's, it's so cool. And I feel like, yeah, it's, it's way more popular nowadays and for, I'm happy it is like people yeah. should be yeah. feel confident. Yeah. The platforms have almost like given people a voice to like share I my, the story. I was like shed a tear for the story. I literally was on TikTok for this. Like, yeah, like, I'm going to have a 15 minute TikTok break. Um, <laughs> <laughs> did the same thing. I literally, and um, there was this woman that like, she's been like struggling to become an artist for like eight years and mm-hmm. she, tic- she like started making TikToks and she's mm-hmm. like, I don't know. I think she was like in her thirties or forties and because of TikTok, she like took off. And mm-hmm. I think that just like the platforms and the avail- like the availability to reach other people um, yeah. has kind of enabled us to really grow, grow businesses. And I, I you're so right about the pandemic um, because I do a lot of brand design. So I do a lot of design right. work for people that are starting, you know, starting small businesses. Mm-hmm. There has been so much like so much creativity bursting during this time of like people starting businesses and people like or people that have had businesses and that they want to like make a website or brand it or you know take it to the next level um Mm -hmm. it's been a a silver lining in the pandemic has been uh the kind of the creativity that has come out of it it's been really cool to be a part of it and to kind of see other people's creative journeys during this time Yeah, that's so interesting. You must have such a unique perspective on seeing all the different types of businesses. And I think what I'm sure when people, well, I don't know you like when people come to you, is it more like they're just starting and they want it to look really good with like their Instagram, their website, or is it like they've kind of been doing it for a while and they are ready for the next step? Do you find it's pretty much like 60, 40, like 60% are starting fresh. And then 40% are either they have proof of concept like to the sense that they haven't really like quote unquote branded, but right. they have like the product or they are, they've, you know, did something DIY or did something mm-hmm. themselves and they're like, I'm ready to, I'm ready to right. you know have like a solid branding. Cause they're either getting packaging or like the, you know, they're getting to the next level of, mm-hmm. of uh, their business. But I, um, I worked with this one boutique. She had a logo that she wrote on a piece of paper and faxed to herself. Like, oh my God. <laughs> or like she faxed a piece of paper to make it like not look like her handwriting. And then she like scanned the fax into her computer. Oh, wow. That, that had been her logo. And this she was very successful. And that had been her logo for like a really long time. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, hey, can we make some other like, and can we add, she had, didn't have any colors. She didn't have any font. Like it was so fun. Um, when people ask about uh, like starting business and things like that, I, I always say like, just, you know, if you don't have money for branding or if you don't mm-hmm. have money for for a website like I didn't I didn't have a website for the first three years of my business uh wow I purely was in college and I just couldn't afford the yeah you know when you're in college a 200 dollar Squarespace website is like a big totally big change <laughs> yeah so um yeah I think that that kind of I always I think I, that's why I love working with people like mm-hmm. that because I admire the the scrappiness to you know get started that's so interesting and you you do so many different things you have so many different clients like where do you think people may I can think of some off the top of my head but where do you think people would know you from like and recognize your branding because I feel like you have such a signature look to your stuff and it's so <laughs> cool so do you think like for those listening where people might like recognize your branding from I've done a lot of uh I've worked with a lot of uh people like an influencer and podcast space mm-hmm. um I work for gals in the go uh, with Brooke and Danielle. Um, so I did their cover art and I do their, all their Instagram graphics. I did Gretchen's. Okay. Um, uh, 
Abigail, um, Gen Z girl, that one too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I've done a bunch, bunch of podcast covers. Could, yeah, I would love to just hear more of, um, how you like launched your full-time business. And I think it's so interesting. I, I know for me, like I work nine to five in marketing and I think a lot of people we've had on the podcast or nine to five, nine to six, whatever uh, people. And I think y- you're so interesting because you work for yourself in your twenties and you run your own business, which is just so amazing. And I would just love to hear how you made the decision. Like, this is it. I'm, I'm going to launch this business. And what's it like working for yourself? Yeah. Yeah. So when I was in college, I, my first client, um, I was still an engineering major and I was really, into, I was really into yoga. Um, okay. and I went to this, I went to this yoga studio, like two or three times a week and it was had the best deals it was like five dollars for college students and I truly oh, miss those days wow. of college yeah. I know college <laughs> really good deal. I went to I went to University of South Carolina so I was in a <laughs> small you know city technically I made I was really close with the founder of the studio and um I started doing some like design work for her um both like print and uh like social media kind of content and I started working with her because she followed me on Instagram. She's like, you make the most beautiful Instagram stories whenever you're in my studio like you. Um, She didn't really, it was, yeah. So we just kind of connected over that. And um, she was like my first client. And I, I had kind of played around on Photoshop. Um, Mm -hmm. I, that was back when you like bought the program itself. Like it wasn't like creative cloud now. Subscribe. So I had like an old version of Photoshop and I, kind of taught myself through YouTube videos and through, um, just like, just literally trying trial and error of like, if I wanted to do something on Google, like, how do I make a square? Like, like from scratch from the beginning. And because I started working with this yoga teacher, I was able to really like teach myself along Mm -hmm. the way of working with her because nothing that she had me do was like time sensitive. Like she gave me lots of time. Anyway, I worked for her for a little while and she was super plugged in in my college community. So I, she started referring me after kind of, after I got, got a little bit more into it. And I, that's when I had kind of decided to change my major, which I changed to marketing. Um, -hmm. I didn't see this going anywhere. This is purely just like, for me, it was fun. And the money yeah. I was charging, I think I was charging like 10, 15, eventually like $20 an hour. Oh my God. Was, yeah. <laughs> like, so eventually I just made an Instagram account. Um, started at that point I had started working for Brooke and Danielle, um, for mm-hmm. Dallas to go podcast. And I literally just sent them an email and I mm-hmm. wrote them like a marketing proposal. Oh, and that's, wow. Okay. Yeah. That's how they, they, uh, picked me. Yeah. So I started working for them and kind of grew from there because Mm -hmm. they had a platform and they were very generous of sharing, you know, my name on their, on their podcast. And, you know, we're like, check out our new cover art, you know, this is the girl that did it. And, um, that's kind of, I started growing from there my, during my senior year and I finally built a website. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, that's kind of, that's, and that's how I went from, from college to going full time. Um, wow. Yeah. That's I know. so cool. Like yeah. that's such a cool story and how it started too, because now if someone were to go to your page, like you have so many followers and you work for, you know, this big podcast and I, like, you would almost think that was your trajectory the whole time of like, okay, I'm going to be like, start this business. And that's, that's so cool how it was so organic of just, you generally just enjoyed it and it grew. And what is it like, like the day to day? I always try to think of like, you know, cause from a nine to five, it's so 
structured. Like you go in, someone tells you what to do and you're there for eight hours. But for you, it's like, it's just you. So yeah. like, I'm just so curious and did it Sometimes kind of I'm feel weird? jealous of that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You just, someone could just give you to do list, but like, did it feel weird at first? You're kind of like, okay, all my, maybe all my friends are at office and like, I'm here, like structuring your day. Like, what is, what is that like? Yeah. It took a lot of time. I'm a pretty, um, like I'm a very type A person. I have like, uh, I have mild ADHD, but I'm okay. also very like, uh, I'm very organized, but sometimes I hyperfixate on the organization rather than the actual tasks. Um, right. So it took me some time to figure out a system that was like, not too like planned out. Like I'm not a, I'm not a full day of calendar okay. like, planner. Um, like I've always worked, you know, probably like average, like 50 to 60 hours a week. But wow. um, that's crazy. when I first moved here, I was, I, I had this co-working space. I joined, so I, I moved in August to New York and I joined the co-working space a month after I moved. Cause I was like, okay. I cannot work from home. Like yeah. fully <laughs> for me, I, I have found a system that works for me in the sense that I, so I create like a master to-do list for the week. Okay. Um, so I basically, I usually do it on Sunday nights or I do, if I know I have like a busy weekend, I'll do it on Friday like before I sign off for the day, mm-hmm. but I basically brain dump everything for, so if I have like client A and I need to do like one, two, three, four, five for them that week, mm-hmm. or, you know, for me, it's sometimes kind of hard because I can't plan out when like I'll get feedback from clients. Um, a lot of times I give them a timeline of when feedback's due, but yeah. it sounds like so glamorous, like just working for yourself <laughs> and like not having a boss, like telling you what to do. Is there anything that like you Not wish that glamorous. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to ask you, like, is there anything that you wish people knew like the hard parts of, of working for yourself that maybe, you know, people wouldn't, wouldn't know. Yeah. I think, I think that there will, you basically learn like so many lessons along the way of like, of, you know, figuring out the right contracts and figuring out how to like scan clients for like red flags. Cause like, right. there's nothing worse than like having a client that you have to put up with like that you're not enjoying working with you think of all the people that like work at your company like you know marketing and uh, yeah CEO and the the accounting people and mm-hmm. the front desk you know the front desk people that answer the phones and the you know executive assistants that answer email like you're doing that all and yeah that is so true <laughs> yeah it's you know obviously you're doing it on a micro scale but you're still the person that you know I I try to time block out like on Fridays, I always update my billing and on mm-hmm. Monday, Wednesday, Fridays, I always do like, uh, like content days for myself. Like it, mm-hmm. it can be hard to, um, you know, it's glamorous to see all the design work that I'm doing, but behind the scenes, I'm also doing tons of bookkeeping and tons of, right. like, you know, tax, the, all the taxes stuff that I have to do. And, um, you know, non-sexy emailing yeah. <laughs> I have to do all day long. Um, yeah. So, That's so true. You're like yeah. seven or eight jobs in <laughs> yeah. one. Like people just yeah. see the designs so like, oh, it must be so fun. Just design all day. But yeah, right. That, that's so, that's so true. Yeah. There's a yeah. lot more that that's behind the scenes. And it's also just such a, I, I've had a hard time lately, especially because, because how I started that I started with design being a hobby for me, that right. your ho- hobby becomes, becomes your job. And I think that there's so much pressure nowadays for any kind of hobby or any kind of side, I say 
something said hustle side project that you do right have to make money from it you know mm-hmm. and now that it you know design work is fully my full-time job I like I found myself like my creative outlets aren't as like enjoyable in the sense that mm-hmm. they're not I'm not just doing it for fun like I find it really hard to create just for the heck of creating and not for yeah. for profit um even if you own your own business, even in like, even if you have a nine to five, like mm-hmm. it's so important to find, um, find time to like, to do things, even if it's reading a book or like, mm-hmm. um, you know, your create your creative outlet doesn't necessarily have to be like physical creation, like right. be, um, journaling, or, you know, I think it's just important to find like that, that space for, for some kind of output. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's really also important to continue to learn like outside of what you're what you're what whether you be my nine to five your nine to five like it's so true in college and university it's like you're learning every day yeah for four years and then I think you keep learning but you learn one thing like for me yes. it's like I've yes. learned marketing yeah. like skills and like yeah. that's it um, yeah. and I think with, yeah. with what you, exactly what you said about learning one thing is I think if we don't learn anything else you also kind of get stuck like, mm-hmm. I think that's, that's one thing from working in that co-working space and yeah. being around women of all different ages and all different like walks of life is that they, there were people that had been in marketing and then like pivoted to cooking or, you know, whatever it was like they, right. and they were on their like fourth career path at, at age yeah. 45. Like it was, that was my favorite part about it was that it showed me that like, I love what I'm doing right now, but I, I'm not locked into it forever. Like if mm-hmm. I want to go to culinary school I can go to cul- like no it's, it's it's yeah it's empowering to know that you can you're not stuck <laughs> I love that and I think something and I think I said this maybe a couple episodes ago but I always feel and I think a lot of people feel rushed in your 20s it's like you need to find your identity in, in your career and like then you're just going to work in that career forever but we truly have no, no rush. Like we're going to work for 40, 50 years. Like you could change your career every 10 years and have like five careers. And I think, yeah, we're, it's so important to never feel stuck and you can change your mind whenever you want to. It's, it's your life and you don't have to keep doing what you're doing. And, um, I think we, it's so traditional and old fashioned even to work at the same company or the same job for 40, 50 years. Like it's just, people are changing and, and even the entrepreneurial stuff too people are starting businesses and side hustles are becoming full-time yeah. and um it's it's always important to remember like you're never ever stuck like you can do anything you want at any time I don't know the exact statistic but people our age will have like 10 jobs by the time that they're like 35 or something like that like, yeah all transitions like yeah I think it's I don't know it creates healthy I guess almost like healthy uh healthy relationship with your with your own relationship with work because mm-hmm. um, yeah it shouldn't be something you just have to do and I think our generation is getting better at at living not working not living to work but working to live like totally yeah 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 it's also a whole I think in our 20s it's this whole other balance of all the other all the other parts of life finding you know friends after graduation mm-hmm. and if you're, you know, looking for a relationship and, mm-hmm. you know, balancing how much do I go out versus how much do I like work on myself? And, mm-hmm. you know, I think it can be, it's super, it's super overwhelming time. Uh, yeah. Even when you have some things figured out, like, I think that uh, I think there's always, always the next step to, to figure yeah. out. Yeah. It's so true. And I think we, we've all seen that like pyramid where it's like social life career. <laughs> and I forgot the third one, but 
anyways, it's like, it's not a pyramid. It's like, there are so many sides to all the stuff we have to balance, like, like you said. And, um, I'm so curious, like, because you live in, in New York and New York, I feel like everyone thinks of it as like the hustle, like you're (laughs) always busy and it's just this amazing place. And do you feel that energy, like being in New York, like, do you feel like you always have to be busy and hustle or do you find it okay to find a balance? Yeah. I, I think that from, well, it's finally starting to come alive. It's been like so nice the past two weekends. Cause it's like, yeah, finally kind of starting to feel, feel like it's returning to t- returning to normal at first very much. So I felt like I had to be busy all the time. I had to mm-hmm. have plans every night of the week. I had to, yeah. um, you know, be going to all these restaurants and I had to be spending so much money and getting coffee every day and, you know, doing all the things. But, um, I think honestly, another silver lining of the pandemic was kind of refocusing and figuring out kind of a bit more of like what was important. Mm -hmm. Um, and that also I, because we had to spend so much time with ourselves, it really made like, I really enjoy spending time like alone with myself. Mm -hmm. And I really enjoy, you know, having a solid, how powerful solid night sleep is as well. Um, I found myself kind of prioritizing different things recently. Mm -hmm. Like I'll, um, it's been hard with like kind of the being thrown back into the, the social, social yeah. arena um, totally. and balancing, uh, you know, work and, you know, mental health and self-care as well. Um, mm-hmm. I'm about, I'm 24. So I am only two, what is that? Two years out of college, three years out of college. Check yeah. Three years out of college. Yeah. Same. Wow. Crazy <laughs> to think about that. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, so much change in the, in the past like year, from like, or even like two years or even three years of post-grad, like mm-hmm. when I was graduating, like it was, it was so go, 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 go. And I think that yeah. I think it will just continually like kind of become, I think slowly, awkwardly becoming my own person. Yeah. I, it's such a good point. It is, it does feel really, it's almost like, you know, when you see a, like a deer or a horse get born and they like, can't walk <laughs> yes, <laughs> like trying yeah. to walk yeah. that's kind of like I feel like the first couple of years after grad like it's just there's so many options and yeah. you truly like it's so hard to pick and it be is. confident in your decisions and know yeah. what to do and yeah. I feel like the compare you're always comparing your decisions to other people and it's a really really weird stressful confusing time and I think yeah and I think we're the, I, I graduated in 2018 so I've been three years post-grad and I feel like now I'm finally like, okay, I think I'm yeah, like good at what I'm too. doing. And, um, you just kind of get to know yourself more. I, I feel like even though you, when you're, you think you're 21 or 22 and you graduate, <laughs> like you think you know yourself, but honestly, over the last three years, I feel like I've changed and grown up so much oh, and same. it's crazy. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. And I remember being like 18 and going to college and that was such a big transition, like yes. going from being with, I, I had a great relationship with my parents and everything and they were mm-hmm. amazing supports but going from being with your parents to being on an, your own in a dorm and yeah like, oh my god this is the most freedom I've ever had but you have no idea that post-grad is all you yeah the only thing you have to do post-grad literally like you know is go to your job nine to five let's say yeah or you know for me even even working for myself I still had to work from whatever to right. whatever um and if I took a you know if I did something during the day I, I'd work at night you know like different you know different things yeah like a photo shoot or something you know something during the day I'd move around my schedule but 
going from college to where you had you did have more structure than you totally did. I think so too even with like meals that you had like yeah meal plan you were on campus like it's so much more freedom but it's yeah. like <laughs> this uh like never-ending like decision wheel <laughs> that you have to kind of yeah. figure out um it's it's yeah. crazy and I think like like we were even saying before this when you're in college there's so many helpful people like you can go to a counselor or something but you can't like go to a like I guess you could go to a career counselor but it's not like when you're in your nine to five there's like a bunch of like (laughs) classes you could like you know what I mean it's definitely like a unique you're kind of just thrown into it and um I think it definitely takes a few years to find your footing and be like okay I'm I think I got this (laughs) yeah your only your only option for a counselor career counselor any kind of like those free college resources is like a $200 an hour therapist league. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think it's just such a different, it's such a different adjustment and it's also such a personal like path. Like it's not like mm-hmm. truly that anyone out there has the, has the right, you know, mm-hmm. no one's story is going to be like the right story for you or no one's, right. path, you know, you can always take inspiration and take advice from people. But like, I think that, the like biggest thing is that you just kind of have to unfortunately figure it out figure yeah. out for yourself in a good way too like I I wouldn't want to have done it any other way and I'm still figuring it out like I still have so much more to you know Same. much more to traverse and figure out you know in the in both in in my own business and in just figuring out life in general of like yeah being content in the moment as well I think that yeah totally yeah and I think like that's something I am so bad at is like not comparing where I'm at to where either I want to be or to other people and just being content and being grateful is just something I am trying so hard to work on but it is really hard really in hard. this at this age because I feel like yeah. everyone's you're not all like in this major or this major like everyone's in a really similar spot when you're in school but then when you graduate everyone's in such a different spot yeah. and it gets really tricky to be content with you we're where you're at but um I yeah I love what you said like no one's path is right for you and you think it's hard to just trust that you always are where you're supposed to be I know I say that way too much but it's, it's so just it really yeah. is and I yeah I, I think that's it's I have it honestly you know in front of me because it's always yeah, I love that. <laughs> it, yeah. It, it is it's it's I think I think it also going back to being content I think that all the social media and all the platforms that we have are so mm-hmm. powerful in the sense that as you were talking about earlier, like growing businesses and things, but I think they can be such a hard place for a comparison game of mm-hmm. uh, even like I find myself, like if I decided to stay in on a Friday night and I, mm-hmm. um, you know, especially in New York where, the, where there's something always going on mm-hmm. and I go on TikTok or I go on Instagram and I see like people out and about and doing fun things like oh I should have done that like mm-hmm. even though at that moment being home like if I'm watching mm-hmm. with my boyfriend or if I'm reading a book or I have a great like little 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 dachshund hound that um oh, yeah. you know being being content in that in that moment is right for me and it, it, you know what other people are doing isn't what I'm going to be doing um mm-hmm. I think that can be really hard to to uh to, to adjust to post-grad because it, as you exactly what you said, like in college, everyone's kind of doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. Everyone went to the same places. Like everyone kind of followed the same routine for, for weekends and stuff. And, um, mm-hmm. it's definitely, it's definitely a different, uh, different environment, especially after you leave all your close friends, like from college mm-hmm. and 
you're not as like accessible and it's just it's it's a big you know you go from being like five feet five <laughs> feet away from like your best friend to being like miles and miles so yeah it's I think so that true. such a hard adjustment yeah the friends thing is hard too like it's so hard to make friends post-grad and I think we're just in university or college you're like made <laughs> university college you're like made to make friends like you know you'll, you'll make friends yeah. in class or if you're on dorms or like whatever it's it's so much so easier close to everyone and you have so much free yeah. time but like yes it's so easy to make like now even making friends or even having friends and you're wanting to like hang out with them like you have to be like, okay, what are you doing next Tuesday from like, I know. You know. <laughs> yeah. It's totally. Yeah. And and obviously with COVID, it's another story. Yeah. But um I think it can be it can be really hard post-grad just to kind of balance balance friendship even into like into that. And mm-hmm. I can only imagine for people that have graduated more, you know, more recently with COVID, how hard how hard that must be on top of on top of everything else. But yeah, it's definitely I think that um it's also just a different kind of friendship that you, yeah. you aren't, you don't have immediately like college and like the bonding that that comes from that to talk about, like you kind of have to, mm-hmm. yeah, go out there and try a little bit harder, which is totally. uh, hard. Yeah. And I think it just looks different. Like I think nowadays it's like, you might go for a drink with someone every month or something, but in university, yes. it's like, you'll see them every day and have like yeah. long talks. Like, yeah. I think it's just, you just function differently with with friends and I think that's good and yeah, yeah totally normal totally normal and I, yeah it is it's a it's a different uh it's a different adjustment going from that like oh my god I have no time I have nothing to do on this Tuesday like my class was canceled and I what yeah. are doing? And like doing random stuff yeah it's just different when you have different responsibilities and different you know schedule yeah 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 no it's true and I think um, it just gets harder as kids and husbands and <laughs> I know friends and wise and right because then it's like all the things start coming in then then it's like you have so many people in your family that will start growing it's (laughs) like you have no other time like for people (laughs) once you have kids and all that stuff it's like I can't I I can't even imagine I can't even imagine (laughs) I don't know how people do it (laughs) no no I it's a it's a scary thought to think about (laughs) the next phase two of this podcast like in your 30s (laughs) still busy blooming <laughs> literally 40s still doing it yeah <laughs> I know we'll be looking back being like at 24 we thought we knew so much <laughs> oh no it's I think it's yeah. uh, my mom is my mom recently pivoted careers and she's oh cool yeah and it, she's always like and at 51 I finally have figured it out <laughs> yeah <laughs> super good we got like 27 years yeah. we're <laughs> we lots of time wow that's crazy to think about yeah yeah. Um, okay. I think that was pretty much everything I wanted to chat to you about. One more question um, before I let you go. Do you have any advice to anyone listening who, you know, wants to start their own business or launch their side hustle into a, a full-time job? Do you have any, um, any piece of advice or one piece yeah. of advice to tell someone? Yeah. I think if this is what worked for me and I've, I, when people ask me this question a lot, I, this is the same thing I say is, um, start, start locally. I think Mm -hmm. that, you know, no matter where you are, if you're in a big city or a small town, like you, you know, people that you can kind of connect with. And, um, I have a, I know someone here that's like starting a a product-based business. And her first thing she did was have all of her friends, you know, give all of her friends one of the products. And like, we all put on our stories and things like that. And that, that grows from there. Um, but I think that the people that 
are around you and the people that you're closest to are your biggest cheerleaders. So mm -hmm. starting with, you know, your community and the people around you, um, whether it's service or product or, you know, an app or, you know, whatever it is. Um, I think that also not being afraid to be scrappy in the beginning, you know, kind mm -hmm. of, it doesn't have to be perfect. And a lot of the rat race is, <laughs> uh, is getting your idea out there before someone else or, you know, if it's like with, with branding and things like that, it's not really about that, but if it's like a product or a, mm -hmm. an app or something like that, it's so just getting it out there and getting it to market and, you know, getting things started to see if, you know, you even have like a viable, mm -hmm. a viable product and a viable, you know, system. Um, I also think that uh, these are a couple of, this is, you asked for one piece of advice, but <laughs> no, this is great. This is perfect. <laughs> um, I also think that uh, just not going too overboard on like entrepreneurship books and things like that, but also mm. finding the ones that are great for you. Totally. Um, yeah. yeah. I think that like defining decade is everyone in their twenties should read it. Like every, I'm about to read it again. Oh uh, wow. Okay. I'm going to read that one. It's so good. Yeah. And like, if you're starting, like the lean startup is really good if you're okay. starting a business and you know, just finding, finding books that if a book is ever making you feel like you're not good enough, don't stop reading it. Like that's totally, that's my, uh, you, you, I'm sure you, you know, the, the self-help books that are like, and yeah, doing this and this and this. Yeah. It's like, wake up at four 30 in the morning yeah. every day <laughs> and go for a 10 mile run. Yeah. 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 No, those are great yeah. tips. That's... I think just like figuring it out, you know, figuring out what works best for you. And that's, that's the biggest piece of advice. Yeah. No, those are, those are really, really great tips. Thanks. I, yeah. um, yeah, no, I, this was so much fun. I, I'm so happy you came on the podcast. Um, everyone, where can people find you? Like plug everything, all your stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, my Instagram is esm.creative. Um, and you can find my website at uh, emmamcgoldrick.com. Awesome. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, definitely go follow it. It's just like an aesthetic wonderful thing to see on my feed. <laughs> like every time I see one of your things come up, I'm just like, oh, it's just so beautiful. It's just, yeah. And, and you do such, I know a lot of um people listening up channels and podcasts and stuff. So like you have such great services for that stuff too. So um definitely, oh, definitely go check her out. Um, <laughs> yeah. Thanks for being on the podcast. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for having me. This was so fun. Awesome. I hope it can help uh, people starting yeah. out in their 20s <laughs> definitely definitely will you gave such good advice and such good tips um yeah. awesome okay well um thanks everyone for listening and we'll see you in the next episode okay bye <music>